Welcome to the Kendi and Rainbow Podcast, episode 92, recorded in Kendi's box room. Uh, how long has it been, first of all? Since my last confession. <laughs> how long has it been since your last drink? Actually, really, since our last drink on this is what I mean. Probably we were drinking on this last night. What? Yeah. On the podcast? Yeah. What are you talking about, Willis? With Mary. What? Mary and Francis. Excuse me? <laughs> we were drinking last night on... We recorded. What? Yeah, out the back. Am I out of it? <laughs> what do you mean, the out of it? How are they talking about? What? None of my words there, but any sense, which is perfect for this situation. There's no, there's no situation. You asked a simple question. I asked you, says I to you. Yeah. Says I, when is the last time we had a drink on the podcast? And I you said, said last night. With Francis and Mary. Francis and Mary. We were doing a bit of a podcast. Was I drugged? For the charity thing. What's he talking about? You're the one that set us up. What happened to me? What? What happened to me? How do you mean what happened to you? <laughs> How did I end up with a head like this? Are you not... Are you actually sitting there telling me you don't remember this? Did I get roofied? <laughs> Where I was. I thought I was gaping. Oh, Jesus, I can't say that. Fuck. <laughs> 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 oh, the fucking... What, Ray, what are you on about? I'm surprised you don't remember any of this. Ray, please. Man. I'm not doing this very well, in fairness. <laughs> I see. You know, you know, Tyke Fleming. Yeah. You know, he's he's a man from Kerry. Yeah. He he rang his owl lady there a couple of weeks back, or maybe a couple of days back. I oh yeah. And he talked absolute nonsense. To him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I came in here today, all guns blazing, to talk nonsense. Do you know what the difference is though? Well, she sussed it after about maybe fifteen seconds, and you thought you got roofied. You. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell, Ray! <laughs> Jesus Christ! You Come thought here. something terrible had happened to you. I give that's but didn't I show you how easy it could happen yeah. to you though? That's how like I had no confidence in your behaviour at no, all. No, I had no confidence in you. Me? I was thinking if I don't remember this, Ray definitely roofied me. Like, <laughs> where were you last night? You can't tell me that. I don't even know where it was. <laughs> I'm fucking getting interrogated now all of a sudden. <laughs> You're not getting interrogated. Why am I getting interrogated? You're the one that roofied me. Let's get back to what we were talking about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's been a while since we had a drink on the podcast. I uh, fucking yes, it has. And I brought two craft Heinekens. Oh, the craft yes to the Heinies. There we are now. Will we get into it? Yes, have you stuff? Let's shag and get into it, Ray, for the crack. Right. First of all, I am now as qualified as you were. I got to FITAC level 5. You completed your comedy training. I did. I completed the comedy training. Oh. On Monday night, I got to FITAC level 5 at I a think, small ceremony. I think everybody at home can even hear that in your voice. <laughs> I'd say from all the laughs they've had in the last few minutes. Oh, the last four or five minutes or whatever the hell we've been recording for. <laughs> there we go. Kendi's done a comedy course. He has to have. He has a cert or something. I finished it, Ray, mm-hmm. and uh, was go crack. And now I have to do my first comedy gig Friday night. What? On Zoom. Oh, you're actually doing a gig? We're doing a Christmas party on, on Zoom. Jeez, they got a cheap show, didn't they? Big John's Caleri. They fucking did. I'm not getting paid. Right. This is the start of it, though. No, yeah. Not getting paid. John Caleri's doing a, a Christmas party night, and he said, sure, come on and do, you all do five minutes. Okay. The problem with me doing five minutes, right? Is you're robbing my material. Yeah, well, that, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. First of all, the problem with Kendi doing five minutes is that we're supposed to do five minutes on Monday, and I got off the stage and I, and I said, was that enough? Did I do. He said, you talked 16 minutes, Kendi. You did. I was like, what the fuck happened? That's the hardest part. I get ran away with this. You do. And guaranteed if you did a little compilation of that 16 minutes, you might get 15 seconds of comedy. Uh, well, I have a confession to make. Did she charity show you? Yeah. The ignorant bastards. 
I'm an ignorant bastard, Tierney. He's text, not our sensei anymore. I text Tierney uh, the day after. So Kennedy was doing his show in the Hawkswell to nobody on um, <laughs> on Monday night. Yeah. And on Tuesday then, I, I was aware that you had robbed some of my stuff. Yeah. And I was I was vexed. Were you tick? Well, it was. Well, I that would, is my intellectual property. It, do you know what? That, it actually is, which is why I texted him and said, by the way, I did yeah. your, your bit. Yeah. And said to them as well, that's a friend's bit, that's by the okay. way. That's okay. Well, yeah. you did it. You did it well, like in fairness to you. No, what I because I mean, you're saying Robin, and I'm being pretty nice to you. I expanded on your bit. You, like, did you know? Yeah. Right. You know, mm. I took what you were trying to say. Let's not get into <laughs> this now because I can get sharp. <laughs> I can get honest. <laughs> Pier- I, I did text Brendan. And I said, Brendan, can I see the video? Yeah. And Brendan, I thought I had to bribe him. So- I thought I'd have to give him money. Oh, oh no! Straight on. Yeah, the prick. Mm. I said to him, Brendan, I don't even want to watch that. Don't be showing that to anyone. He yeah. said, Kendi, I hear you. Say no more. <laughs> no <laughs> one will see it. How things, Ray? How are you going to create a video for you here? Yeah. So the bit that I did belonging to you, which isn't a bit, it was a thought, like a brilliant thought. It's a sketch that, that myself and Laura want to do. Yeah. Want to do-do. Well, then you definitely should, because I yeah. think it's genius. And it's something we mentioned before. It was the whole um, the whole idea that I, when I'm in conversation, I have three fellas in my head. <laughs> And they're kind of, there's kind of three different, I think you kind of articulated it fairly well. Okay. There's three different versions of me. Yeah. There's the, you called it the truth. Yeah. So the person who says, oh, just tell her the truth. Yeah. Just but be honest with her. The best part of your bit though, is, and you said it's me on Saturday, is mm. that they're in a control room up there. That's the idea. They're in like an office. Yeah. And they're just tipping along and then they, the alarm goes off. He's after fucking saying something stupid, lads, yeah. quick. Yeah. And then the three boys are. Three boys have to try and figure. So the, you, you said it was the truth, the liar. Yeah, and then the book that says, says just he always his always answer is pretend to be asleep. Yeah, I like him the most. <laughs> <laughs> so your man who says just tell her the truth, Ray, for yeah. God's sake, and then the other fella says you have to lie. You have to lie. You're, You're not fu- getting out of this unless and you then lie. The third fella says would just pretend to be asleep, yeah. please. But he doesn't get away with it that long. Anyway, that was the bit. That was the bit you took. That that was the bit that Ray is on about. And here's the thing, Ray. It was a comedy writing course, mm-hmm. so I mean, you stole my writing. Now, with my expertise in comedy writing, I could help you write that sketch. Oh, thank you. And we'll pick the cast. Don't worry, I'm I'm Tech level five too, you know. Ah, uh, well, look, yours is like the older version of it. You did oh it like two God. years ago, didn't you? Yeah, so. I don't think that one still stands. So you're telling me now that I'm not qualified anymore? I actually saw your search in the house one time. That's only level four. Right. That's Tech level four uh, right. in comedy writing sketches. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We're going to take a small little bit of a, 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 a side, what you call here now? What do you call the side things we do? Um, a segue. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned something on Saturday night at the small gathering. Yeah. About you taking all your kit off. Did I? Did, oh, yeah, fuck. And I asked you, that I, I said, this is a good story. Yeah. Could you please tell the people this story now? So I can't believe I haven't told this story before. Mm. And I'm nearly certain I definitely but, have. Ooh. I don't remember. Okay, it. so here's what happened, right? Yeah. I told this story to people, and Ray said, "Why have you never said that one before?" Yeah, and I said, "It did, Ray." He said, "I know everything you've ever said." The story goes: When I was a young lad, How and young? I mean, like, I think I might have been 19, okay. right? I went on holidays with a lot of friends of mine. Right. So it was me and my friend Kieran, mm-hmm. and then there was Rachel and Sarah, and we went over to visit friends who were over in Spain, working abroad. So we said, "Let's go to Spain." We're 19. Yup, yup, yup. Obviously, I'm with Nicola at the time. Okay. You know, so there's no yup, 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 yup. <laughs> Is that how you frame it? Well, there was a yup, 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 because we were going to holidays, but so we couldn't go yup, 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 yup. So three yups is your standard crack as a as a person as who's friends. in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. And, and has friends with them. 
Yeah. And then what did you say? If you weren't in the relationship, what is it? What are we talking about? Yup, 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 yup. That's <laughs> that's that's single candy. Yeah, that's I single candy. I don't know what that yup, 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 candy is like, but right. it must be good crack. Fuck it, I was acting like I was on that one. What, what happened was, sorry, Greg, go on. What are we going to say? I'm just asking, you hate holidays. Yeah, I know, but you I was- You don't like not, going anywhere. I know, but I was 19 at the time, man. I was fresher. Okay. Like, I hate getting up to go to the toilet now because I know that it's going to make me go, oh, you fucking prick. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, okay. So that's a very different candy that you're talking about. That's 10 years ago, like. Okay. So what happened was we went there first night. We're all going, this is tremendous, like young lads. And um, we started going around to all the different nightclubs that were on the strip. As you do. Strip is the right word for it. Because what happened was I found a Romanian selling uh, roses. As you do. Not too unlike you'd see anywhere here. They yeah. do the same thing. I uh, said, I'm going to buy roses, yeah? We ended up going into this Russian nightclub called CCCP. Mm-hmm. It was a nightclub slash strip club. Oh. There was a fine stripper, fine blonde woman. Peroxide that was of us. You still had the rose at this point. I still had the rose with me. I bought the rose. Yeah. May I ask what possessed you to buy the rose? What did you think you needed a rose for? Um, I thought I'm out of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you think that they hang around outside pubs and nightclubs selling roses? Because people are out of it. They're out of it, but they're out of it, and they have bjors beside them, and they want to buy them a rose. Yeah, I know. You had no bjor. Well, I wanted to with give Kira the rose. What? Yeah, but I must. It's like divine intervention. Something in my head said you're going to want this rose, man. Okay. When you're in this nightclub, so I was in the nightclub holding the rose, and they said, <laughs> "You know, you're dancing away like to I don't know what was around at that time, whatever." Venga and boys, Venga boys is Venga boys on. Is coming. Me and Kieran are going. This is unbelievable, cracking. Yeah. You know, and next thing uh, they say, "Welcome on, fucking Carla Sutra." Carla Sutra. Carla Sutra. What's it? That's the episode now, Sardin. <laughs> Why is it always a sex name that we have in the episode? Uh, what fucking to do about it? So Carla Sutra is up dancing in her peroxided blonde head, right? And he's saying to Brida Montez, no? Brida Montez, man. She, I thought she was going to get back to us straight away when she found out that we named an episode after her. She hadn't been on to us at all. Right. She must be flat out of the farm. I end up in the nightclub. Carla Sutra's on. And mm. my friend Kieran says, give Carla Sutra the feckin'. Rose. And her wanting cash, but of course you'd saunter up with a little lone shite rose. But go on. Oh, I thought she'd appreciate it. It turned right. out she did appreciate it. So right. I went up and I said, How are you, lovey? There's wee rose for you, lovey. Yeah. She said, Thanks a million. And then she drags me up onto the platform. Okay. That never happens to anyone. <laughs> what was different about you? Normally two security guards come and take you away. I don't know what was different about me. Okay, so Carla Sutra must have had an eye on you. Ah, uh, she probably saw the head in me, I'd say. Yeah, 19-year-old fresh candy. Yeah, she said, look at the head, that young fellow, jeez, I'll devour him. Right. And uh, so she got up, she strips balls naked, right? Mm-hmm. Candy starts motorboating and the whole feckin' lass. Really? I didn't mean to, Ray. She was dragging me head into awful places. Right. Then she says, I'm going to strip candy now, without telling candy. How many people are in the place? Uh, like it's hard to judge when you're out of it 10 years ago but the nightclub was <laughs> packed right like I could say to you there was t- 10,000 <laughs> I'd say there was 10,000 people in there okay <laughs> so there's 10,000 people in the nightclub she starts stripping candy and I'm going this is great fun that she's having here now but she's obviously not going to go the whole way yes so she's taking off the top she fires it away into the crowd and the crowd enjoying this oh the crowd were loving this right right she starts firing the top into the crowd takes off the pants fires it into the crowd does anyone video this my friend Rachel was videoing it at the time, obviously. Marvelous. Going, look at this Kendi getting up with a stripper and this awful good crack. On a 3210. Yeah, probably. Had it. What was around <laughs> in 2009? The very first Samsung smartphone, let's yeah, say. Okay. It was around then. So she's videoing away, enjoying herself. And then you're one. I'm like, I'm down to my jocks. And I'm like, okay, okay well, obviously this is good crack now. She's not going to take out the young fella. No, because the room will go dark. 
the room would go dark. Oh, you don't want, they wouldn't even see the emergency light. Yeah, the sprinklers would go off and everything yeah. about a pie that joke out. <laughs> sprinklers, right? Anyway, she then does pull down my jocks and takes oh. them off and fires them into the crowd. And you're sound with this? Two things happen at this moment. I panic and Rachel, who's filming it, panics. I saw Rachel with the camera on, obviously, going, this is great crack, Kenny with a stripper. Yeah. The second she took out the big fella, yeah. she just put the camera down. And I can still, even though it was 10 years ago and I was out of it, I can still remember her face. Just a shock. Just going, oh, no, this isn't. This has turned sinister now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up on stage going, what am I supposed to do? Because obviously, he's, the young fella, he, he's not ready to act. He's not, he's not saluting. Like. Was he in the acorn foot pose? <laughs> You know, like when you come out of the water yeah, after the swim. Yeah, yeah. Not even that. Like, I'm not saying that he was tiny and frizzled up. I'm just saying he wasn't obviously saluting. He wasn't saying how he, how but, things love he. Yeah, I suppose, but okay. <laughs> so I didn't know what to do. So all I could think to do was I just started wiggling it around. I just started throwing it around the place for about 15 helicoptering. seconds. Helicoptering. Yeah, helicoptering, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Catching it, the double back, catching it between <laughs> my legs, letting it out again. <laughs> There's another great move called the baby elephant where you just don't know how to control it. It just starts going everywhere and right. anywhere. I started doing right. that one. And then I think she realized, okay, this fella, I've kind of had as much crack as I can have with this fella. So she led me off the stage. Yeah. And I was going, where the fuck are we close? You're in the nip, in the middle I, of a nightclub with 10,000 people there looking at you. Yeah, and what happens then is her dance is done. Carla Sutra is done then. She yeah. chips out the back for a fag, right? Yeah. And it's back to nightclub mode in the nightclub. You know what okay, I mean? Yeah. They only bring the strip around every 20 minutes. Yeah. So I have to go around to all these crowds of people that are dancing going, how are you enjoying the nice? Come here, <laughs> that's my t-shirt you have in your hand, lovey. Could I have that? <laughs> I have to go and suss me on like I was in a bad thrift shop. I have to go and find an outfit, man. <laughs> this is my first night in Spade. And I did the most important thing I've ever done in my life once that was done. I told Nicholas straight away. Did you go outside and ring her? Yeah, I told her like the next day because that can't, listen, that's a fucking bad story to be telling your missus. Not a lot it's of missus a worse take story. It. I know it's a worse story for your missus to be finding out. Oh, you definitely. didn't tell her. Yeah. So that's when you have to go, I'm just fucking letting you know. Mm. I got fucking, I got trampled down by strippers and everything last night. It's done. Forget about it. And you know about it now and I can't get caught fretting. Right. Because the one thing missus hate is a fucking liar, Ray. And come here. See, I know the value of video these days, right? <laughs> if, if me and you were out of a night now and I caught you doing anything, anything, mm. You know, yeah. we'd, we'd secure that video fairly quickly. Yeah. What happened with Rachel in the video? Well, I don't know, like. But would it not have been something that... Is it still circulating around WhatsApp groups in Castlereagh? <laughs> she was from Leash. Right. So, so it's lost to Leash. Uh, yeah, the Leash is off. Uh, I, I think, I mean, we could find it maybe, but who wants to see... I think we'd have at least a couple of hundred people that listen to this podcast that would only love to see you getting humiliated in a club in Spain. <laughs> Let's see if we can get Rachel's video. I doubt it highly. It's, it'll be on a phone of hers 10 years old. Like. Yeah, because that's. I think that's definitely something. But I said that's something she'd keep. I doubt it, Ray. Do you not think so? <laughs> like, that's magical stuff. That's stuff that'll come out at your 21st. It'll come out I at know. your 30th. I don't think we ever spoke of it again. I think me and her never looked at each other properly. But I think that's what's after happening. You, I don't know how often you've told this story, but when I heard this on Saturday night, I went, oh my God, this is brilliant. Yeah. A bit like the time you interviewed Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, that's another bit that we have to get our heads on to. Yeah. The interview I did with Chris O'Dowd, so I did that when I was about 21, hmm. and he was like right in it at that then because he was in that film Bridesmaids. Yeah. I interview him for like a Casserie magazine thing. Yeah. Right, in the school. It was the worst interview. It got so bad in that interview <laughs> that he turned to me and said, I asked him a question. 
I asked him a question that was so complicated <laughs> that he turned to me in the middle. I'll never forget. And he said, look, I'm just a bit tired now, man. I don't really know what you're on about. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that terrible? But it's really nice, though, too. Uh, he could, but what was he going to say? What? You <sighs> young Egypt, man. I haven't a clue what you're saying. You wouldn't want to get your man Donald Leeson. Have you seen him in interviews? No. It, Laura's flat out looking at Donald Leeson interviews. Why? Because I think she's a thing for gingers. <laughs> All right. Do you know? So understandable. She's going for the great A well, one. Yeah, but it, <laughs> she seems to think that this fella's a nice sort of fella, you know? But he's very mean and he's good crack, like. Right. But he can also be very cutting. Okay. Yeah, so he wouldn't have given you that sort of a. Definitely not. He no. would have tore me. He tore his shreds. He would have ever been outside. Yeah. You know, how would you get a job at the local magazine? I've, and I've seen interviews like that with people when they're on that shitty oh, film yeah. trail. Yeah. And they're like, I'm actually not talking to you anymore. Yeah. Like, it's imagine very awkward. If, imagine if Chris O'Diddley Dowda did that to me. Jeez. You wouldn't be the man you are today. He's probably, you could credit him with you being the confident gentleman that you are today. Yeah, because I got away with one. You did. I was dog shit, man. You did. Do you know I did that interview upstairs when I was working in Super Value? In Super Value? Yeah. So you brought Chris O'Dowd to Super Value? No, he was in LA, man. Oh, right, this was on a he phone. Was, he was in LA. Kendi was filling up the milk and all that kind of stuff at Super Value. I get the text to say, Chris is ready now, lovey. To yeah. take your call. So oh. I just left the milk, spilt milk. I didn't even cry about it. Mm-hmm. I went upstairs. And I did the interview. I hadn't a clue what was going on. Did, did you record it or were you writing it down or what? Yeah, I recorded his phone call, we'll say. And right. then, yeah. Tape a call pro. It's somewhere there, like, and it's the worst thing you'll ever hear. Jesus. We'll find it somewhere along the way. So that's the last Kendi files. Yeah, the last. I have them, you know, locked away. Yeah. For good. Yeah. There's a video of me floating around. Of? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's, what is it? Um, hmm. Come on. <laughs> no, well, I went. <clears throat> I've probably told this story before. Okay. Um, we'll see. <laughs> we cut it out if I have. Uh, the worst hangover I ever had. Was. Was. Um, I went on holidays to New York uh, back in 2007. Okay. That's a long, okay. That's a long time ago. My cousin Sinead went over because my sister Marie was living over there. Right. For the summer. And we went over on holidays. And I'd have relations in Canada. Right? <laughs> okay. I had so, relations in Toronto. Yeah. So Ray went to New York and like that's like someone coming over and saying like, oh yeah, I flew, I have relations in Mayo. Yeah, but I live in London. Like nothing to do with it. This is country. what happened to me though. I, I was looking at New York on the on the map and I was looking at Toronto on the map and I suppose I was looking at them like Dublin and Sligo. Yeah, so thinking I'm, I'm going on holidays to Dublin but sure, I could pop over to Sligo handy enough. To a different country. To a different, but yeah, but sure, sure, Northern Ireland. I could go Belfast. That's a different country. Just because you put a line between them doesn't mean it. Ah, uh, but I mean, it's a bit, how, how long? How so long? I was in New York for the week. So it was one of them fly out on the Monday jobs and, and fly back on the Saturday. Okay. To Ireland. But on the Friday, I thought I'll tip up to Toronto and surprise the Granants. The Granants. The Granants, right? right. And the cousins, the far, far out cousins. Okay. I said, this would be tremendous fun. So I let the far out cousins know that I was coming. Don't tell the Granats. Don't right? tell the Granats, but we don't. So okay. at 7 a.m. on the Friday morning, now bear in mind that for the previous Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I was ridiculously jet-lagged. Okay. It, within an inch of my life. I'd so never experienced anything like it. You didn't settle at all, like? Oh, God, no. I couldn't figure it out. I was all over the shop. So I was only just getting back to myself on the Friday morning when I took the flight to Toronto. It's only a fucking five-hour flight. To what? To, oh, but it, to New York? Yeah, but I was not, I'd never been out that well I had, but it just, it just hit me hard. Okay, Reg, Okay, sorry, man. I know I'm, only, I'm challenging you at every corner here. That's Keep going. Enough. That's Come understandable. On. Got to Toronto anyway, and surprised the, the, the cousins had organised a big party. 
yeah. And surprised, we surprised the Grant. Right. And they were delighted. Oh my God, Ray's here. And did you have met them before? Well, I had met them before, the previous year, when we had a, the, the biggest family holiday we ever had. Ooh. Where Michael McAndrew brought us all to Canada for two weeks. I'll tell you why he has some pound. Well, he had to have, because he was the whole previous 25 years saving from bringing us to places like Barron and Galway. <laughs> and Tullamore <laughs> and Claremorris. <laughs> Do you know, we did, all we did was Irish holidays, the odd time we go to Jersey. But yeah. this was the big piece that he said, I'll bring you on one day's holiday before you all tip away off as adult children. So this was the one? This was the one. But anyway, okay. the year after, anyway, so this is how I knew them, because mm-hmm. I had been there. Yeah. We had a tremendous day. I drank loads of bottles. Okay. Right? Yeah. Then at around 10 o'clock, because it was from 1 till 10, I was drinking. Jesus. Now I says to my cousin Mike, I said, Mike, mm, very important, you have to make sure I get to the airport tomorrow morning, because I have to fly back to New York. Yeah. To fly back to Mayo. You were flying two flights, one day job. Yes. Yeah. The Saturday morning I was going to fly. What was I thinking? Jesus Christ. The Saturday morning I was going to fly from um, Toronto to um, New York. Okay. So, and I forgot to tell you that I almost didn't get into Canada. Because when I went from New York to Canada, uh, I got stopped four times by Border Patrol Security Police in the airport. Because they're heading you? No, because all I was wearing was my jeans and my t-shirt. Oh, you had no bag or I had no bag. I just, my passport, my card, okay. bit of cash, and that's it. Right, so they were saying, what the f*** is this for? Oh, ass? that's it. Like, I was, and I was only coming to Canada for one day. <laughs> what the f***? <laughs> it is so suspicious. So I'm an Irish man. Yeah. <laughs> coming to Canada for a day. <laughs> I fly in Friday morning, I fly back out Saturday morning, and I have no luggage. Yeah. <laughs> Ray's chipping through TCA with his hands in his pockets. Yeah. How are you, lads? <laughs> I just got up for the day, you know. I look like a man that was going out to the N17 and killed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would bring to the N17 in Gilgamesh. Ray didn't even bring a jacket or that. Like. I didn't need one because it was too warm. <laughs> it was middle of July. Fucking hell. Why would you need a jacket? You wouldn't be taking it off. Oh man, that's all funny. So, anyway, so I was sitting there all day, had a lovely day, drank to face myself. Mm-hmm. Told my cousin Mike, right, make sure I get, get in the taxi in the morning for the flight back because I have to get a, a, a flight that evening and then back to the thing. That's grand. Okay. I says to Mike around 10 o'clock, I'm sick of drinking bottles. Can we go somewhere? Oh, you were getting the jump on you. Was, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to go out and have a bit of crack. Yep, yep. Because that's what yeah. you want to do after yeah. a day of drinking bottles in a garden. It's an awful, when you only get that realisation in you. Yeah. And you get that want in you. It's hard to get rid of it too. Because you have bumped over a hump. Yeah. You bumped a hump. Yeah. Where My, you were going, Jeez, I don't know, I'm, I'm feeling all right. And then you're going, I fucking have to go out. Yeah. Did you? Oh, we went out. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Guess where Mike brought me? Go away, where? A little spot called the Lancaster Gentleman's Club. <gasps> like... Like, you're telling me it was like the CCCP Russian club that I was in in Spain. It absolutely was. I'll oh, come out of it, you buy you. All uh, right. I didn't expect to go there. Uh, it's since been closed down and demolished, sadly. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Lord rest of all them lovely women. Various, God bless Mikey, tagged me in it when it went oh. up on Facebook. Jesus. <laughs> Sad this place is gone, isn't it, Ray? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember all the nights we had times, here, Ray? Good times. Shut up, Mike, will you? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we went there for a little while. Um... <clears throat> I can't wait to hear where the video came from now because I just realised there was a video. <laughs> so I fell in love with with one of the girls. Oh, that's, they catch you, Ray, the bastards. They do, they caught me like. I right. fell in love. She looked like Kim from Coronation Street. Do you know you want Kim Marsh? She was no. in Coronation Street for a while. Not really, no. Right. She's a fine she one. Ah, she was lovely at the time. Sure, I didn't know <laughs> what I was looking at. She was wholesome looking. Wholesome looking. I got her phone number. You got a stripper's phone number? No, I didn't. I got digits. I got <laughs> numbers on a piece of paper that meant no sense in any way. It wasn't even a phone number. I literally got 12 numbers. 
<laughs> You're, what were you saying, Dad? Look, I have a spot back in Mayo, which is lovely, like. Yeah, I was like, come on, you can come live with me. It'd and you think, and you think that you're the first fella that ever sure, said this to this woman? I was out of it. Right. I was out of it. Oh, fucking hell. Do you know something? I wasn't even getting dances. I, I, I was just paying her just to chat to her. <laughs> <laughs> What's worse is I, I had my old lad's credit card with me at the oh, time as well. Oh, Jesus Christ. The credit card that like, was on my old lad's account and it was for emergencies. There was but some to, emergency But man. I needed to talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> so I took $100 out of the ATM in the oh, Lancaster Gentleman's fuck. Club just to chat to her about coming to live in Ireland. Oh, stop, Ray. <laughs> Is that a fucking hell? So you're chatting there with, with, with uh, Canadian Kim, Kim Marsh. Is it Marsh? Mm-hmm. You're chatting there with Canadian Kim Marsh saying, look, lovey, I have a bungalow in Kalada. Yeah. My parents are lovely. My mother makes good soup. That's it. Uh, will you come back? Yeah. And all the while, she's going, I might come back if you go and use that credit card there in the ATM. You have to keep chatting to me. Yeah, pretty much. She played you like a fool. But yeah, there wasn't anything sexual about it. It was merely just trying to plan our rest of our lives together. She was actually <laughs> saying, I just realised this even more now. She was actually saying, oh my God, I don't even have to shake me fanny in this lad's face. He's giving me money. So this oh, is yeah. like the gold mine. <laughs> yeah. I just have to talk shit like. Yeah. Great, he's not even going to touch me. <clears throat> <laughs> so fuck. It's terrible. I was so innocent. So what happens then? You obviously, I mean, are you waiting at the bus stop the next day for her to come along? You no, told this, you is, s- this is where the video comes in. Oh, lovely. So anyway, Mike finally managed to get me out of the Lancaster Gentleman Club and we walked home. Right? <laughs> Just to do it. Just me and Mike. I'm so surprised you I didn't go with you. Okay. No, okay. she didn't go with you. She was working. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back in his backyard. And I'm sitting there, continue more bottles. So oh, after drinking a load of Jack Daniels and fuck. Coke inside in the club, yeah. I'm back to drinking more bottles of Canadian beer. Okay. I'm out of it. This is three in the morning, right? And I put fuck. these numbers into my phone and I send a text saying, <laughs> this is me, right? <laughs> now, days later, I realised I didn't even deliver. Because oh, obviously, because it wasn't a phone number. Well, lovey, uh, can we just ring me when you're finished work? I'm at home. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So I went looking for her. Did you? Yeah. Oh, for fuck. I said, Mike, I'm going to tip back down here because I think I got one of these digits wrong. Ah! <laughs> no! Yeah. So Mike didn't pay any heed and he thought I was jibing. Fuck. They found me. <laughs> <laughs> Half an hour later, asleep on the fire escape of next door's house. Oh, my God. <laughs> you didn't get very fucking no, far. I didn't. I was out of it. Or did you get down there and come back? No, I got nowhere near it. Oh, it was, we got, I forgot the fact that we had to get a taxi to her. She was miles away. Try <laughs> <laughs> to her off walking. Fucking hell. And they found you the next morning. No, no. This is like, Mike obviously noticed I was now gone. Yeah. So they went out the gate. They walked two doors down and I was asleep on a fire escape. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. No need to look very far. Mike didn't panic. He's well used to this sort of stuff, you know. And did he video you at this point then asleep on a fire escape? When, when I came back. And I was out of it again. There was a video taken of me in a hip. Awesome. I wasn't making any sense at all. <laughs> making no sense. You're saying, I'm not fucking going anywhere unless Kim Mersh is with me. <laughs> Where is she? She's in the work. I eventually fell asleep on the couch inside in the room about four o'clock in the morning. Mm. Two hours later, Mike woke me for the taxi. Oh, fuck. This is 6 a.m. Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. This this takes a turn now because I know. This takes a dirty that turn. Feeling. I wake up. I got sick. <laughs> I did we got sick and then he put me in the taxi I don't remember the taxi much I remember arriving at the airport okay then I had to join the queue for you know the Americans letting me in oh yeah so it's a big half an hour windy queue oh fuck and I'm white as a sheet and I got up as far as the books with the guns <laughs> and then I had to leave the queue to get sick again oh 
Don't you have to go back? I had to, well, I had to go to the toilet. And then I had to go back to the back of the queue again oh, and did another half an hour. Jesus. I managed to get through. <laughs> and uh, I had to buy a jumper because I was perished. <laughs> because of the air conditioning. I don't remember the plane. No. All I was doing was I wanted to get to the hotel in New York, back to where my cousin and myself were staying, and I knew I'd go to bed. Oh, my God. I got back to the hotel at half 11 that morning in a bad, disheveled state. Uh-huh. Only to find my cousin packing my bag and her own bag because we had to check out by 12 o'clock. Oh, fuck. That is the biggest nightmare. Yeah. Just when oh I wanted to lie down. And, and you would wait then until the evening to get your flight home. Our flight wasn't until 9 o'clock that night. Oh, it's the worst feeling. So, why don't <laughs> fucking... Hotels don't actually offer late checkouty things. They don't, like, they say they do, but they don't. No. no. Oh my God, imagine you got kicked out. Kicked out. And all I can think is... You're July, going, New York. Oh. 32 degrees. And you're going, I'm back, I'm in the hotel, thank God. Yeah, I thought I'll I was I'll sleep safe. now until the flight. And she's packing your bags to fuck off out the door again. Yeah. It's the worst. <laughs> oh, that story got really bad for a finish. That's it. Well, the only place, there was only one place I could go at that point to chill out. Where would you go in that situation? Did you go back to Canada and into the strip club again? No. What'd you do? I'll tell you what I did. Starbucks. I went to the cinema. Did you? And did you sleep inside in it? I you purchased went in. two tickets for Superbad. <laughs> Fuck. The three o'clock show one and, no, the, probably the one o'clock show one and the four o'clock show one. Yeah. And, and it was all in the one cinema. And so you I was stayed. in it got comfy. No. And did you sleep? I sl- I did, couldn't sleep to the first show because it's a very good film. It is a great film. I really, fairness. really enjoyed it. Yeah. And then I slept through the second one. <laughs> and then we got the plane, got home and everything. But it was the worst time I've ever had. When you got home, yeah. When you got home, did you say, never, ever, ever in my life will I drink ever again? Yeah. I have said that like on occasion. Yeah. You know? We should sign something though to that effect. Because yeah, we maybe. never actually... Like, there are those times in your life where you go, never in my... I will never, ever, ever touch a drop mm-hmm. ever again. It was very ill-advised. That's very good, Dre. Have you had that, sir? I heard your bit on... In, I listened to your In the Lamplight uh, podcast. You finally you listened to it? I did. I got to it. Right. It was very good. You enjoyed it? I did. You came across very well. I spoke very highly of you now, didn't I? You did now, and I was kind of a bit awkward. It was weird-like. <laughs> you were kind of saying really nice things about me. Yeah, well, that was... And then not-so-nice things. Ah, what did I not say? Those not so Oh, nice. you know the way Ray McAndrew is, kind of insinuating. What does that mean? <laughs> he's very opinionated and that's an old bollocks. No, that's that's what you say about Irish people anyway. Everyone, everyone knows the way someone is. Like, mm. so if I did something, mm-hmm. you'd say, "Sure, you know the way Kendi is." I suppose yeah, I have said that before. We all have. That gets me actually onto it now. Someone, Samantha, who is Nicholas' sister, we have to give her a shout out because she was giving out, so it's not giving a shout out. Right. She sent me a message today saying that she was listening to another podcast and she was on about Irishisms like that. Mm-hmm. Like what you just said. Asher, you know the way your man is. Yeah. And these people on this Irish language podcast or whatever, they reckon that like there's reasoning behind why we speak we speak Irish English. What? We speak <laughs> <laughs> We speak English Irish, I meant to say. English Irish. So we speak English, but we speak it as if it in was still way. as if it was Irish that we were actually speaking. Because apparently, um, the Irish language, and I only seen this on TikTok, and it might be absolutely, totally untrue. Okay. But apparently, the Irish language is not set up around the way other languages close by are actually set up. Yeah. Which is something like subject verb. Yes. Something. And that that's why we say stuff like says I to him. Yeah. Says I to him is literally. Because the way we set up our verbs and stuff. Yeah. That we, we're, we're more like the biblical language. Yeah, but like, we, I don't say, I said to your man. 
because says I to him is like verb you Dorch may lesh so Dorch may says I oh yeah and then lesh is to him oh yeah yeah so well, there that- we go so we like I know we do obviously some people say I said to your man yeah but most of us would actually say says I to your man because it's actually a literal translation translation of what it would be in Irish and there's also a great one. They reckon, right, mm. that there's a reason why we never, ever say hello to people. We always ask them a question. Did you ever notice that? Yeah. Well, how are you? How's things? Well is a question as well. How are you, Cape? Well. <laughs> <laughs> we kick it off straight in with a question. How well. are you? What's the crack? Yeah. How are things? How are you going? Yeah. Because we don't have an actual translation in Irish for hello. What? Like we say, gee, which, which actually just means God be with you. We, oh, yeah. Okay. We don't have a casual hello. In, it is none of them I've in Irish. I've seen well in Irish, but it's B H U E L. Yeah, but that doesn't actually mean well, though. I don't no, think. No, I think that's true. <laughs> but they, that's why we always ask a question. Yeah. When we're saying how are you to people, because we hadn't got it. How are you? How are things? How are you keeping? Yeah. Any crack? We never say hello to people, really, do we? Bad. Anyway, look, let's move on. I want to ask you. What? Do you go to mass on Christmas Eve in Castlery? Right. I wouldn't go to Mass on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Stephen's Day, oh, New you don't Year's do Eve. The, you don't do it at we, least once a year? No, we haven't. Like, I haven't gone to Mass, Ray, unless it's been a funeral or a wedding. Mm. I haven't gone. And we never went to New Year's Eve, to Christmas Eve Mass. Oh, did you not? We always went to Christmas Day Mass. Right. Because you wanted to see all the nice clothes that people got from Santa. And do you still go to Christmas Day Mass? No. No, you stopped that. Yeah, we stopped that as well. It uh, fascinates me that this year, a lot of people I know that like Christmas Eve Mass in Cunil would be wedged. A, a big one. But it's, be- it's wedged. Right. Yeah, it's the one night that Father James can actually lambast everyone and say, where the fuck were you yeah. all year? Where were you? Yeah. Seamus. Yeah. So Willie. It's the big night. But this can't happen this year. Is he going to have to spread them out over... But this is what I'm getting to. Is yeah. he, instead of just doing the one Christmas Eve mass, is he going to run a ball of masses throughout the day? He could do a mass marathon. <laughs> yeah. He could do a mass marathon, Ray. Well, do you know what? He can't. Why? Because I learned a bit about this. Okay. Yeah, from a gentleman I work with. He informed me that there are rules and regulations regarding Mass. And I didn't know any of this. A priest can only say a maximum of three Masses in a day. What? Yep. No shagging way. He can say one normal Mass, apparently. <laughs> and he can say two other Masses as long as they are for pastoral reasons. What's um, a pastoral reason? A pastoral reason is if there's a bure and a lad getting married. Oh, yeah. Or if there's a lad dying. Or a funeral. Yeah, yeah. If it's a funeral. Yeah. A funeral. <laughs> yeah. So he can do, on an average day, Father Corcoran, in Cunil, he could do the normal mass and he could do a wedding and a funeral or he could do the vigil mass that night. Okay. So you could do, you know. So what you're telling me is that in order for us to get mass to everybody in Cunil and Kerala, we need to kill someone <laughs> and arrange a marriage. Pretty much. Okay. And we have to have it on a day where there's a vigil mass as well. Well, if we're oh, going... No, that's four masses. You can't we, do that. If we're going to do Christmas Eve mass so everyone in Kerala and Cunil and are getting We just getting need it. someone to get married that day. We'll, we'll arrange that. We'll force two people together. Right. They do it in loads of cultures and then we'll we'll, we'll we'll kill someone. We'll kill... <laughs> right. It's done. We're going to kill someone. Don't be worrying about it anymore. Can you imagine getting volunteers the week before? <laughs> How's it going? We're looking to do the three big masses next week. We need someone to eat to die. Yeah, we need so, someone dead and we need to eat to get married. It's easier now if we just work it out yeah. between ourselves. We don't want to have to take and matters then, in our own hands. Paz, who's been married for 40 years down the back, says, fucking take the death, lads. I'm t- <laughs> someone volunteer for the death. Believe me. Uh, we do have a shout-out to do, Ray. Go for it. Uh, we got a shout-out, Brenda Gilmartin. Right. Uh, or in Irish, Brenda O'Gillawarchini. Oh, very good. Yeah, that's half Irish, half Italian. 
she said, just little message say my sister Alva got a shout-out back in episode 75. And then she said to Brenda, have a look at this. I'm out getting a shout-out in a tremendous podcast. Brenda mm. listened to 91 episodes. What? Yeah. She binged um, it. She binged it out of it, Ray. Right. And you know what? We think everyone hates our shy talk, or literal shite talk. Like we Talk about the poos. Talk about the poos. Mm. She knows that she can't get enough of it. Oh. oh, she even sent us on a graph of what your poo should look like if it was chocolate. <laughs> I can't think of anything more. Look, one of them's a Malteser, one of them's a Lion Bear, one of oh. them's a Twix, <laughs> one of them's a Toffee Crisp. That's very good. Brenda, uh, we appreciate that far more than you'll ever know. Is there any Curly Whirlies? There isn't a Curly Whirly. Why, have you a Curly Whirly one? Ah, <laughs> oh, Ray, you want to get that seed to... I'm just saying that would be an interesting one to put out. <laughs> and before we go on as well, I didn't realise how important it is for people to like rate or rate, now I said, or podcast on like Apple or wherever the hell you're listening to. Right. And then like subscribe to it on that because it pushes it up the charts then for other people to listen to. But sure, what if people listen to it on the Spotify? I don't know how we do it on Spotify. All I know is if you're listening to it on Stitcher or Apple or any of them, if you rate it and subscribe on the Oak, I mean, all, it, does, it just means you get a notification, but it shoves us up. It shoves us straight up the chart. Do we want to be shoved up the chart? Of course we do. We want more listeners, you bowsy. Do I'm happy enough with the group we have. Ah, feck off. They're a bit flimsy, some of them, Ray. No, they're perfect. Ah, they're like the walking wounded. I them. couldn't ask for a nicer bunch of people. Okay, forget about it. We don't want any yeah. more listeners. Tell nobody you're listening. <laughs> don't be fucking telling Keep anyone. To yourselves. Yeah. But you Alva, I'm to. looking at you. You told your sister you're listening to us. Don't be telling anyone else, all right? <laughs> Brenda, no more. You hear me? That's it. Keep it yourselves. <laughs> And the Patreon stuff has got sent out. We still have more. If you want to sign up to the Patreon, it's patreon.com forward slash Kenny Rainbow Podcast. Yeah. And breathe. There is something I think we should address. Go on. Obviously now that we're back to doing them once a week. Yeah. And even though we, the lockdown has been lifted somewhat. Yeah. We are still only managing to do a slightly shorter offering than we normally do. Well, it depends week by week. Like yeah. last week was 47 minutes now. Not bad. We did well. We but did well. you could find that this week could be... Shorter. 35. <laughs> <laughs> So we do apologise with the inconsistency of the timing. It is what it is. It is what it is. Apparently when people have a conversation, lads, you don't know which way it's going to go. You could be talking all night or talking not at all. Yeah, and this is what? Tuesday evening we're doing this is Tuesday? Wednesday evening, lads. It's not Wednesday. It is Wednesday. It is Wednesday evening. See, I'm lost. It's a a busy week for me in the Department of Government. Oh, you're flat out, yeah. I am. That's probably why my head is not... I came straight here from the, the bedroom. Okay, well, if you're wondering if the government has screwed you over this week... No, don't say that. It was Ray McAndrew. It We're going not. to leave you with that. No, it was no, Ray no, McAndrew, no. Alice. No, it wasn't. Ray, fair play to me. Fair play to me. Good luck. Good luck.